0: You got the shell, 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 shell.
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Your premature You're
0: Premature coronation. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: not
2: a comment. <laughs> that's not a comment. <laughs> premature <laughs> You're,
0: a You're a premature You're a Premature coronation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a comment. <laughs> that's not a comment. <laughs> <Premature> <laughs>
2: Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton. Here's Jim Rutledge. Noted, premature coordinator, Matt Hamilton.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes I just get excited for players. Hey, when you <laughs> do <laughs> well, when you coordinate, it's right on time. Let's go. <laughs> 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 Prince of it. Sacks, Rashawn Gary. I'm calling
1: it right now. That's my. That's going to be my new bold prediction for the Packers. Sacks. NFC sack Sacks. leader. Sacks. Oh,
0: oh, okay. You did this last year. It's not that bold.
1: <laughs> well, I'm calling it bold right now. He's coming off an ACL. It's bold.
0: All righty. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. It's Monster Blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. I have a crushingly awesome blue truck from Simon Chevy in Mont If you're in the market for a New or new to you, Chevy Silverado or Colorado? And I hear the Colorado models are really updated and new. Go see them at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. You're only minutes away from a better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Go say hi to Dan and Aaron and the whole crew up there if you're in the market for a new or new to you Chevy truck. Uh, we are presented by Coors Light. Get us the show, 844-770-3776. And Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge, Ryan Wolershine behind the glass. We are asking a secondary Iron Jack Pole question. I am decked out of my Iron Jack today. I am I'm happy with it. I got my Iron Jack hat, which I think is pretty cool with the ESPN Madison logo on yeah, there. No, I dig and that. I got the Iron Jack Polo as well. Right now, what which part of the Badgers offense are you most excited about? Fifty-two percent of you, almost fifty-three percent of you say the new scheme, followed by Tanner Mordecai, followed by running backs, or excuse me, followed by wide receivers, followed by running backs there. And I think it's one of those like we expect this running back in this running back room to
1: be awesome. So like that's also, like, not what I'm oh, excited to see. I yeah. saw them
0: last year. They, they they feasted. I think a little bit also like yeah, like we know what these guys are. Right. And totally. so like the excitement I don't think the we know excitement's for the unknown. I don't think we know what these guys are when you account for what they're going to look like in this offense. And that's what I'm excited about. But Matt, yeah. while you were out, I threw out this question. So the news broke during the show. When was like, literally while I was out waiting for that yes. segment? Oh, wow. Well, I brought up this idea. This, the news broke a little bit earlier in the show, but Sam Darnold has won the number two job with the San Francisco Giants, Brock Purdy, number one quarterback. San Francisco Giants? San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> excuse me. Here's exactly why I did that. I'm reading a book called Thank You, Jackie Robinson to my daughter, and it takes place, it's a real story, when the Dodgers played in Brooklyn, and it was the, San, and it was the, uh, the Giants, New York Giants out there. Right. It's like okay. It's just in my head there. But the baseball team. <laughs> With uh the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy number one, Darnold two, and then you have Brock Purdy, excuse me, Trey Lance number three. Would you prefer Trey Lance or Sean Clifford as the Packers backup quarterback? Let's assume it takes like a fifth round pick to get Trey Lance. Eight four four seven seven
1: zero thirty seven seventy six. Honestly, my my thought is if Jordan Love goes down, I don't want to try and salvage the season. So there's I don't see a reason to going out and getting Trey Lance. Like this is a, an experiment season for Jordan Love and if it doesn't work out and he gets injured, we want the best draft pick possible with our pick because we can't bank on the Jets pick being very high. Like realistically it's going to be in the bottom half or bottom third of of the draft. So I, I personally as I do think Trey Lance could be a pretty pretty okay uh, NFL quarterback and absolutely a good backup. I don't know if if Jordan Love goes down. I don't necessarily think I want the Packers to do well. I would love to see them go out, run a good offense, and get a feel for things and not get come away with wins because that high draft pick is going to be so much more valuable. Whatever they decide to do with it. Maybe Jordan Love shows enough where they – Get him some protection on the O line at a high draft spot or another uh, weapon to throw to. But no matter what, Jordan, like this year is already kind of like a let's see what he's got year. We're not, yeah, sure, we'd love to make the playoffs, but if we don't, we're not going to be upset about it. So why hedge your bet at quarterback and waste any sort of draft capital when there's really no point to doing that much better? If you don't think we can win the Super Bowl, there's no point in wasting a draft pick for for a backup.
0: So it is interesting some of the stuff you said because Trey Lance, I would say, is as established, if not more established as an NFL quarterback based on his pedigree than Jordan Love was going into last year.
1: Yeah, because he actually started the game.
0: And he was, the th- I mean, a game that mattered. He started week one last yeah. year. And I think actually week two as well. He got hurt in week two. Right, right. He was the third overall pick and viewed as a really high-end prospect that can be a dual-threat quarterback that can make a lot of plays, and he was traded up for by the 49ers. So obviously, again, a very high-level guy. So I would say at this point in his career, he has proven more in the NFL to be an NFL quarterback than Jordan Love has at that point. Now Jordan Love, this we'll give him last year in the preseason, he surpassed him, but Trey Lance is in Justin Fields class which means you have a whole extra time on the clock. My point is Sean Clifford, he ain't it. like he's not the next Brock Purdy. Like you watch him play like he's a strong arm physical guy who does not make the smart decisions on the football field. And that's been his entire life. He's 25 years old Matt Hamilton. He's older than Jordan Love. Right. He's not the next great quarterback. He's probably not even the next great backup. He might be a guy you can get by with for a little bit, but he's not this next find. Brock Purdy is a game managing quarterback who gets the ball in his hands, makes smart decisions, does not make stupid interceptions. All we've seen Sean Clifford do is make great wild throws and stupid interceptions. So like Brett Favre, right? But <laughs> without the full arm talent, you know what yeah, Brett Favre yeah. without the arm talent is? It's Jake Cutler, but less than that. You know, like we've seen it. It's Jeff George, like Jeff George, a quarterback from Illinois, big big time arm. I swear he probably threw two hundred NFL touchdowns with one hundred and fifty interceptions. I mean, the guy could sling the pill though down the field. Yeah, but with Trey Lance. Maybe it's a six-rounder. Maybe it's a conditional pick. I don't, is there a pick that you'd be willing to give up? Because Trey gives you to your point. Like, I know you, you don't want to like... I'm not assuming Jordan Love gets hurt this year. I'm just saying that if Jordan Love ain't it, it gives you an opportunity to either have Trey and Jordan compete Or if Jordan Love, let's, I don't think, spark some competition there. Right. And I don't think this is going to happen. But let's say Jordan Love falls flat on his face. And seven games into the year, nine games into the year, you might go, well, we have Trey. Let's give it a run. And then we know what we have. Maybe Trey shows us a little flashes. Or Or let's say you have Jordan Love and then you have Trey Lance. But then Jordan Love doesn't look great. You have Trey Lance as another developmental guy. And then you could take a guy in the fourth round. Now you have three bites at the apple to figure out the quarterback position.
1: And I mean, maybe, but. This isn't going to happen. My, my thought is like the Niners, if they thought Lance had the potential, I don't think they would have necessarily done as much as they did to get he, Sam Darnold in there. He broke
0: building. his ankle and then didn't play all last year. They brought Sam Darnold in. They weren't expecting Trey Lance to fall off a cliff. Like, Trey Lance, I think, is suffering a crisis of confidence from not having played a lot of football in a long time because he got. he. Uh, yeah, but like, shouldn't the Packers play much have of the, the co- same concern
1: that the. Niners have? If that's
0: their concern, the, guy, the, the Packers should be concerned about the same right, thing. but the Niners have their quarterback. The Packers don't.
1: They ha- the Packers have their 2023-2024 20, 20, season quarterback.
0: Right, but I, I'm, I'm just I'm playing yeah. devil's advocate. No, like, Trey Lance I like is a better saying. prospect and a better quarterback than Sean Clifford. Like yes. And if you could get him on the cheap with the, with the outside shot, it's the same reason why the 49ers Sam, signed Sam Darnold. Because Sam Darnold was what? The number one or number two overall pick? And they right. say the ability's still there. So we're going to take another flyer on him and a guy with this sort of ability in a more simplified offense, maybe he can look like a capable NFL quarterback, like Brock Purdy. I think Sam Darnold has had one of
1: the worst starts, like opportunities. He's not caught a break. Trey Lance is right
0: there with him. Yeah,
1: it's like him and uh, who's the guy in the – Dan Dan Jones? Daniel Daniel Jones?
0: Jones? Yeah. Oh, he's got...
1: For the Giants. This is the first year of his career that he's had the same OC, yeah. the same play caller. Like, that's similar to what Sam Darnold's situation has been.
0: Wait, it's a great way to He still isn't at it, right? And it's still, well, and uh, it's a good way to illustrate how Jordan Love should hit the ground running this year because he's been in the same offense for a while. Yes. Like, I think Jordan Love is a high floor, but not a super high ceiling guy. Like, I don't think he's going to be the next great quarterback. I think he will be capable. He will be in this league for a long time, whether it's as – I don't know if he's going to be a full-time starter or he could be a Alex Smith, uh, maybe even to Kirk Cousins type. Maybe that's a ceiling, but, like, it doesn't – he's not it. Like, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but I think he can be a good – he looks like a right. guy that could be a good NFL quarterback. Or, or at least capable. He's, yeah. Right now he looks and I'd be shocked if Jordan Love doesn't look like a capable NFL quarterback.
1: Yeah, the confidence he's showing me it seems more capable than a lot of uh, quarterbacks in the league. And that's we know the, he's got the talent.
3: That's the one thing I feel like we've learned from the preseason is that he has gained a bit of poise and just, like, true, like, sort of veteran, maybe not confidence, but just sort of demeanor. Yeah. Whereas you watch, like, Sean Clifford, and he looks like a roller coaster every time he's in the preseason. Now, that won't score you points, but it definitely puts some
1: of your, um, your playmakers at ease when they're in the huddle with you and you show that yeah. poise and cool, calm collectedness. Uh, it's, it's tough to translate it exactly to points, but when you have that kind of command over your huddle, it, it's a good
0: thing. So, Zach and Madison chimes in. Sixth rounder or later for Lance, let Tom Clemens coach him up a little bit. And then we have I, this. I mean, I guess the six rounder would be fine. Then we have these insane Sean Clifford truthers, which Rutledge is an idiot guy, eight chimes in with like, hey, Trey Lance only made 17 career starts, Sean Clifford, 46. That's the point. Sean Clifford has made 46 career starts, and he's still a crappy quarterback. He is a bad quarterback who will not win you football games in the NFL. But there are these truthers out there that see Sean Clifford throw the ball hard and score a touchdown against dudes who are going to be, uh, I don't know. Building, selling cars, selling cars, or building buildings in a few weeks, and now they're like they wouldn't do this. Here's what the also part: Clifford is looking like a clever pick for the Packers. I guarantee that Sean Clifford, I Jordan Love, I think will be at worst a capable NFL quarterback. Sean Clifford will not be; he will be trash. He will be a horrible NFL quarterback. I feel confident in saying that. That if he has to play, wow, I mean, that if he has now the thing Whoa. is, hopefully, Jordan Love. We'll keep Sean Clifford on the bench. But Sean Clifford yeah. will never do anything of significance in the NFL. <laughs> he's Unless go it's bad. Super Bowl
3: now. Unless he's it's gonna, bad. He's yeah. going to go win a championship. It, it wasn't my prediction. Exactly.
0: That's hey, how it would have I'm, happened. I'm feeling, I'm feeling on fire after my prediction when Jordan Love was picked. I predicted his Aaron Rodgers head. losing his mind over it, and I was dead right with it. I predicted the downfall of the Green Bay Packers quarterback <laughs> position as far as Aaron Rodgers leaving because of that uh, Jordan Love pick. So I'm feeling it. And I'm telling you right now, and this is not a wild take. <laughs> (laughs) That Sean Clifford, who is viewed unanimously as the trashiest quarterback in this draft, is a trashy quarterback who is not a clever pick. That if he has to play this year, the Packers might as well light their season on fire. We're going to play throwing stones next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. keep Sean
0: Clifford on the bench, but Sean Clifford will never do anything of significance in the NFL.
3: Unless it's bad. Jimmy, you need
1: to chill out a little bit with this Sean Clifford comments and maybe have yourself a Coors Light. I threw up the bat signal earlier in the show. (laughs) We got responses. Coors Light on its way. We're back, baby. Jim, you could use one because you – Coors Light's made to chill, and you need to chill a little bit on Sean Clifford. The kid, he's still a rookie. I know he's not like a kid anymore. He's kind of a full-grown man at like 26 years old. <laughs> but that's not here nor there, okay? Like he's just swinging the pill in preseason, right? I'm not, preseason I not have matter. a problem
0: with Sean Clifford. I have a problem with Sean Clifford truthers and people who get so in their feelings. Matt, can I get a kick? So this yeah, g- yeah, tell me. This guy, I don't know who it is, 920. i will going to put his name on it. Rutledge is such a little. Uh, can you just get fired already? Get out of state, fib. That was like uh, Whoa! that was in July. Whoa. Like, calm down, <laughs> yeah. calm down, guy. Now Jim needs to go with his awful takes. My awful take that a quarterback who was ranked dead last as far as quarterbacks, almost dead last as far as overall prospects, who has been an interception machine in the play, in in the preseason. Who, like, we went out and talked to Alex Shroff, the biggest, like, Packer Rosie guy in the world. It's like, yeah. no, nah, Sean Clifford stinks. And, <laughs> but he wants me to go sell cars or build buildings or something. Well,
1: here's the thing you do a great job no, selling no, like, cars. The thing, there's
0: nothing wrong with either one of those things. So, yeah. shout out to people who sell cars and build buildings. So, right. I see nothing wrong with Be those curious. things. Not judgment. That's why I wanted to be clear. When I named a profession that these football players would be doing that Sean Clifford is throwing interceptions against, those are good professions to have. Right. I mean, it's not their dream. They want to play in the NFL, but selling cars or building buildings or whatever it is they're doing. It pays the bills. It pays the bills, and it's a good profession. I tell you what, you build buildings, you probably don't have any college debt, and you probably make some good money. Yeah. yeah. And selling cars, if you can do it, uh, you can money. do it well. You can sell one to Alex Stroh if you just got one. Uh, from our friends at Metro Ford, let's throw some stones with Metro Kia of Madison.
2: The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test.
1: That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Don't, don't,
2: don't this don't is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro don't, Kia of Madison, don't, don't Madison's don't trusted joyous. Kia dealership.
3: All right, guys, it's time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. I've been scrolling Twitter. I have plenty of questions. I bring them here to you guys looking for answers. I'll score those answers throughout. And at the end, we crown today's winner of throwing stones. So we heard Cola Crew with his rendition of Taylor Swift. You got to give us. I mean, I well, love that you think anyone knows who Cola Crew is. Cola Crew, <laughs> Badgers quarterback. All right, reset a little bit. Cola Crew, Badgers quarterback had a bit of a rookie show, he's a freshman, he did a rendition of Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and in last night's Hard Knocks, there's a similar rookie show. This was from um, undrafted rookie receiver Jerome Kapp. Okay. He is a wi- wide receiver from a Division II college, and he did his own version of Eminem's rap battle song at the end of the film, Eight Miles. Oh God, I'll can go- I just say
0: this never goes well? I just think I saw this on like a campaign trail recently too. It's oh. always a nightmare. Don't do it, there's public service to anyone. Don't do it, but let me hear it. Well, Jerome did it, so let's hear it.
3: Oh, he did yes. this? Yes. Eight miles <laughs> Oh, not lose yourself. Not lose yourself. No, no, no. Two, pop,
2: pop, pop, have
0: to say me. This is the clearances from I uh, got yes. nice parents and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So that's amazing. Nobody does that. I'm talking. When you say when he says the Eight Mile song, you think Lose Yourself. I by said M&M. the
3: rap battle song at the end of Eight Mile. I know. It's, yeah. Okay. It's I, I know like, what you're talking that, yeah. about yeah. when I he didn't. set it up. Yeah. All right. So I ask you guys, who did it better, Cole or Jerome? Or Jerome? Jim, I'll go ahead and start with you. I'm sorry, who's Cole? Cole LaCrue from the Badgers, (laughs) the Taylor Swift singer. Oh, my. (laughs) Remember when I reset everything? (laughs) Uh, Did the fourth string Badger quarterback? Yes, exactly. Who did it better? The Jets guy. Really? 100%. That's so hard
0: to
1: do. 100%. Yeah, like, first of all, fun, deep pull. Like, it's not a song. That's a deep cut from a movie. Great movie. Great Great movie. And then, like, Taylor Swift... It's fresh in everyone's head right now. She's on tour, like, or maybe just got done touring. That that's that one's too easy. That seems like low-hanging fruit. I do appreciate that he did it. Like, way to have the confidence in front of your boys to get up there and sing T. Swift. Like, that's that's an alpha move, but it's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not as cool as do, pulling a deep cut from an awesome movie that everybody in that locker room is gonna
3: love. All right, I I I personally found it. Mm, you kind of seem like a Taylor a Swift corny. fan, so that's fine. I mean, I like Taylor Swift. I well, really like it. It's
0: a Matt's point. Like, I've
3: literally heard nobody
0: ever do that. It's hard to pull off the okay. Eight Miles song, let alone that song. Like, that was actually. It's hard to pull off a rap. Like that
1: one's True. a super deep cut. Like you rap, it, like, like okay. I just like yeah. the idea that he thought like way outside the box instead rap, of picking a popular Taylor Swift song.
0: Rap karaoke. Matt, you're more of a karaoke guy than I do. Like, I've never heard. The it only done time
1: well. I do it is when I'm in like the Korean or Japanese karaoke okay. style, where you get like your own booth with your
0: friends. Oh, so okay. there's like
1: ten people in a room, yeah, and yeah. you're just like singing for well, your buddies. And there's and not nothing in front to do with of, like, like the
0: entire bar. It's just, I, I think everyone thinks they can rap because you're just saying the words. But to actually hear a rapper do it, and even a lot of rappers are bad live. One of my favorite ones to do when I do. Like do karaoke. Do I do love lose
1: yourself. I try it and it's not good. But again, I'm not doing it for the like the bar. Yeah. I'm doing it for my well. Close if you're trying it
0: for just because you're in on it, but yeah. I'm saying like some people try to do the rap and it's so much with, like the cadence of your voice and mm-hmm. like True. the depth of your voice. It's 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 like singing. It's just it's really hard to do. Like if you, it's just always been bad. But if you're own if you're willing to own it's bad. Well then that's fine. Go
3: ahead. All right. All right. All right. Well, then I will stick to something else that's pretty bad, in my opinion. So, also, Hard Knocks came out last night, but yesterday also came out is this new Netflix documentary, Swamp Kings. Are you guys familiar? Swamp yes. Kings is the four-part docuseries about the Urban Meyer Florida Gators football teams. They won two Who national championships. Them? Who coordinated them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pope Urban Meyer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and you could say this might be a bit of a rehabilitation for Urban Meyer's uh, public image as well. Uh, a lot of people have mentioned that there's a lot being left out in the show, including no mentions of Aaron Hernandez, uh, the Pouncy Twins, the two offensive linemen who played for Florida back in the day and then also played in the NFL, who had a litany of off the field issues themselves. Cam Newton was on the Florida team, who got kicked off for stealing a laptop. That doesn't come up in the show uh, Urban Meyer's medical condition, which he used to quit the job at Florida before taking the job at Ohio State days later. Also not referenced in the show, but the one that stuck out to me most. What about a steakhouse? Did they reference that? Uh, that was much later. That was not in the Florida days. That was the Ohio days. But <laughs> this is from one of the players on the team, a linebacker, Brandon Seiler, talking about Urban Meyer's coaching style. Well,
2: Urban that I'm going to treat my superstars like superstars, and I'm going to treat my If I treat you like and you want me to change, then you find a way to make yourself into a superstar and I start treating you like that. To me, I was like, oh, that is so profound. Profound? Every coach does it, but no coach says it.
3: (laughs) So let me ask you guys, do you agree with Brandon on this one? Is this profound from Urban Meyer? Is he just speaking speaking truth uh, or you guys feel like this is just a PR campaign by his PR team? Matt, I'll start with you. That's a booty
1: take. Yeah. First of all, like coaches say that kind of That's thing booty, regularly. Maybe not quite as bluntly as he said it, but absolutely. And here's the thing, like especially college, like as a coach in college, you're actually still trying to mold these people into humans that are ready for the world outside of football because only a small percentage of those players are going to play in the NFL. And for Urban Meyer to say I'm only prioritizing the people that are going to be in the NFL and any of you who are gonna have careers outside of football after this are basically the the scum between my toes. Like yep. that's that's a terrible way to get anyone to fight for you. That I, I hate that. I hate that.
0: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of criticism around this doc because the fact that the second you saw Urban Meyer in it, you knew this was going to be a pretty trashy doc, because if he's signing off on it, that means he's going to be painted in a great light. Yep. And <laughs> everything I've heard about this is more, this is this doc is more of like, oh, I remember that. That was fun yeah. than like informative or anything of interest. It's just more of like, hey, I remember those Gators teams. That was fun. That was cool. Or I can see some behind the scenes footage of that, of that team. I did hear someone with a take of there's not been a truly great sports documentary since The Last uh, Dance. Dance yeah because I like the QB one but there's nothing, there's no substance to it no it's a like, last shiny Dance, veneer The Last Dance I mean Jordan owns it he doesn't care like they go at Jordan like dude he was kind of a jerk like, and he's like yeah yeah it was yeah absolutely yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I mean they, they did take shots at it they did take shots of Pippen and not getting enough clout and like some of the stuff that Pippen did so that's concerning with Urban Meyer that is a trash I mean he screams a guy who, honestly, is that is an old-school college football coach can only coach in a way when he can take advantage of college kids and how young they are. An 18-year-old, a 17-, 18-, 19-year-old will eat that up. And by the time that they're over it, they're already on their way to the NFL. And we saw what happened in the NFL. The NFL said, we are grown men. We're not dealing with your manipulative crap. That, yes, Barry Alvarez here, the great players get a pass, but he doesn't call the other players whatever swear word he was doing. There's a difference there. Because a great coach like Alvarez will say, "Luke Fickle's on this one." Yes, special players can get a little bit of a special pass. Nothing crazy, but they might be able to get a little pass. But the all the other players are also good and important. Like what Urban Meyer did, has made everyone else feel and come across as not important. And then the only people that are important are the only the superstars, and that's not how you win, especially in the NFL. We saw that because Urban Meyer showed he cannot coach men. He can only coach kids. So you remember yeah.
1: that, that uh, the remake of The Longest Yard with Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler? Yeah. I would do exactly what they did to Adam Sandler. Remember when none of the offensive line blocked for him and just oh, let him yeah, get yeah. lit up? That's what I would do and be like, Urban Meyer, we just let one of your superstars get lit up. Maybe you treat everybody with a little more equality and will block equally
3: well for your superstar and your backup quarterback. Just let everyone's favorite favorite quarterback, Tim Tebow, just get crushed. Maybe just back, one right? shot to just send a message to the coach
1: that, hey, if you're going to treat them special, we're going to treat them special too. Special by not doing anything <laughs> Yeah.
3: Well, Let Jim, him carry the team. <laughs> Jim has had some fire takes today, but Matt did something very special for us. He got us some more Coors Light, and that gets yeah! in the w
1: today. There you go. Yeah, you know what? No
3: doubt. Uh, Jim, you didn't have a chance
1: today.
2: Yeah, Ryan absolutely.
1: Ryan he next year when he's 21, he's going to love to have <laughs> <but> Coors Light.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Once I get my driver's license, yeah. maybe I'll be able to go pick it up for us.
1: Oh, man. Bet you can't wait to
3: vote in your first election. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Mr. Politics. Yeah. This <laughs> is <Mr. laughs>
0: and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
0: Hamilton. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge Hello. presented by Turning Mike. Hello. This is what happens. Thank goodness for our friends at uh, Frank distributing in, in Coors Light because Matt, you're just checking I'm out. Rat- you don't have well, enough I'm Coors I'm rattled right now. You don't that have enough Coors Light. I'm
1: not getting, I'm essentially not getting paid for what I'm doing, right? <laughs> like I had an explicit rider that says a Coors Light an hour.
0: You're right. Right. And, and uh, just because
1: we went to two hours a year ago. Does it mean my rider changed and now there's no Coors lights? I should get. I should have two.
0: 58% of you say you prefer Sean Clifford over Trey Lance. So not quite the landslide that I thought it was going to be out there for a backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And I think if you – The only the, reason
1: I'm picking Clifford is because I, I don't want to waste the draft capital right now. We're not in a position
0: to the, have a backup. Though. Okay, but you are in a position to waste of draft capital. You have extra picks from the Jets. You could trade something lower I, down. I
1: truly do th- believe, though, that
0: Goody and the Packers are
1: going to give Jordan love unless he is a dumpster fire, which I don't think it's going to be. He's got the next two years. They might bring in some rookie competition or another veteran, but I don't know if Trey Lance is it. You either go with a veteran who's somewhat proven yeah. or you get a rookie, not a fourth-year guy who – is unproven. It's like you're Sorry, you're bas- just, well next year would be his fourth. Like yeah. I just think you're you're basically putting yourself back in the same situation you are with Jordan Love right now. Like you don't
0: know what he is. Getting to the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Uh that's would you rather have Trey Lance, Sean Clifford as the backup for the Packers? We'll assume it's like a six rounder. So again, this isn't gonna happen because Goody right. is in no world at all going to upset his uh prize possession, which is Jordan Love. Like Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur And, and there's the, no way he's going to give up on the that pick. Jordan but like everything that Goody has done, well that's my point. Like yeah. he's brought in no competition, no veteran presence, nobody to call for. As far as like a backup QB for the Packers. Like he's just brought in just a placeholder back there in Sean Clifford. We think that. (laughs) A warm body. There's Clifford Truthers. I mean Sean Clifford. He threw a touchdown (laughs) against the guy who owns the landscaping company in my (laughs) in my town. But like he's good. The Cincinnati home remodeling guy.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) We say that because there was one starter that
0: played for the Cincinnati defense against the Packers. And as Willie would like to point out, when when uh, Jordan Love had his drive against the Patriots, both their starting corners were out. Right. It was the
1: only guy, the only starter that we saw on defense was Matthew Judon, I'm, who is was a uh, blitzing. Not,
0: right. And I'm not here to tear down what Jordan Love has done. I'm here to point out that even what Jordan Love has done in the preseason has to be taken with a grain of salt, or any other player. Like, yeah. I will say this. So Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback for the Raiders, yeah, he uh, played for Purdue. Okay. He's crushing it in the preseason right now, which is not the point. But he has a mustache that Matt Hamilton would be proud of. Yeah, I like that. But he looks like Favre from... Super Troopers, but the better part is he has a personal. Farva, yeah. He yeah. Farve, far Farva, Sorry, yep. I don't. I didn't. I actually did not care for Super Troopers, and
1: oh. Oh. I watched it once. And I, I was watched like, it way too much.
0: I watched it once. And I was like, it feels like they're all trying too hard. So like it just. But again, that's a style of comedy. It's just not my. It's just like Jack Black. Like Jack Black always feels like he's trying too hard. I like the more Fair subtle enough. comedy.
1: Yeah, weed is tight. Weed is tight.
0: So <laughs> Jonah Hill is a. Uh, we have, on a Speaking side, of Super uh, Troopers, on a, but also, well, that wasn't Jonah Hill.
3: That is that is Jonah Hill. No, but but he's speaking super troopers. of Super True, that's gotcha. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Jonah Hill seems less and less great. Like, he seems also actually pretty awful. Uh, the more and more yeah. they're hearing about him over the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah. Like, even I'm like. I'm glad I'm out of the loop. That should be a good what Matt missed for next
1: week.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I don't um, know if we want to play that. No, Matt we can't. Matt like, miss.
0: honestly, it's not. It's bad. Like, but even I just saw something the other day. Like, Michael Sarah was saying, like, during the. Um, this is the the, the. the No, the audition for Super Bad. Jonah oh, yeah, Hill yeah. was, like, angry and furious at uh, Christopher Mintz because Christopher, like, kept on messing up his punchlines. And, like, oh, who yeah, he yeah. is is, like... And, like, Jonah, when he left, like, no way. And, like, was swearing, like, I don't want the guy in the movie. I hate that guy. Like, threw a big hissy fit about it because he didn't like him. <laughs> and they put him in there anyways because they're like, no, this is too funny. But also, in this is the end, his beef with... Uh, who's the... Jay Baruchel. That's real. Jay did not like him. Like, like... <laughs> Jonah is in that friend group is really coming across like he's the abrasive guy that they kind of just put up with because he's funny but he's really not like the best dude <laughs> and like you keep more and more stories coming out there's a lot to do with his ex-girlfriend that she released a lot of stuff that he just not a good guy not a good guy alright so that's been ruined for me but I don't know what I was getting at what was I where was I we're wh- talking about Farva with oh the yeah a. so that, the shirt um, it says I may look like Farva but I throw like Farv Right, play. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, go I honestly think you should see if you can get it because I think if you shaved your um, down your mustache, you, yeah. mean, you could get one that says, "I may look like Favre, but I curl like Favre." <laughs> <laughs> but just, how does well, Favre, I'm curl. the Favre curling? Oh, okay, that, that would fit a little bit. You better. got one, one title. Yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: The farm of curling. I
0: can't wait to steal money for the state. We we. Oh my! You got the state emblem on your hat. I know. I know. Just allegedly, 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 allegedly. Allegedly, we're gonna. What too soon? Still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not too soon. We just don't want to get sued.
3: Pending legal
0: case. Allegedly, fair. So Matt, we're idiots. We forgot about Gold Medal Tuesday, so we'll do Gold Medal Tuesday on a Wednesday next. This is Walter Hamilton sent by Cruise Light. Matt, as always, uh, we are idiots. We forgot to do Gold Medal Tuesday. It is Wednesday, but we're going to do Gold Medal Tuesday on a Wednesday. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio, and Gold Medal Tuesday's got a lot of options. Look, I'll let you bring it in from Monday and Tuesday or over the weekend, Matt Hamilton, and we also want a DFL from you, but Matt, where are you at with your uh, gold medal for Gold Medal Tuesday and... More importantly, what's your gold medal lineys for Gold Medal Tuesday?
1: Well, Jim, I have been not living my best life in this heat. I am a little bit too warm, so I needed to cool down with a nice, refreshing lineys Juicy Peach. It's a fantastic beer. It's great for these hot summer days. Even sitting out on the patio for a little bit. As long as you make sure you get that juicy peach down in time uh, before it gets warm, it is a fantastic time. And that's because Leine Kugel's, for close to 150 years, they have stayed true to the Jacob Linekugel's vision for the German brewing traditions of his homeland and the innovative spirit of his new home here in Wisconsin. You'll find that spirit alive and well inside their wide range of German-inspired beers, from Shandy's to IPA's, Weiss to Bach, Leine's Juicy Peach to the delicious Lemon Honey Light. Uh, they've got a beer for any moment and a flavor for you. Go get it wherever you get delicious beers. And remember, you got to be 21 years or older to enjoy.
0: All right, Matt. I want to hear what is your gold medal from the last, uh, not even a weekend, I'll give you all the way through Monday and Tuesday. You know what? Honestly, my gold medal goes to Jordan Love. I specifically <coughs>
1: requested last week that I wanted to see a deep ball and a wow throw he provided both of those, in my eyes, that deep ball to Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Dobbs making a good adjustment to make that catch. As unorthodox as that looked, it was nice to see Jordan Love be able to put the ball 50 yards downfield where he needed to. That, that is reassuring. It may just be a preseason game, but I love seeing it. I love that uh, it could be an arrow in the quiver for him later in the uh, regular season. And the other thing... Uh, reason I want to give it to Jordan Love, that throw to Reed was a dart. Now, do I expect good quarterbacks to make that throw? Certainly do. But Jordan Love looked comfortable the whole time through that play. He knew exactly where he was going with the ball, and he put it in the window he needed to. Uh, Jaden Reed was able to get that ball into the end zone. You got like again. I know it's preseason. It's nice to see that these arrows are in the quiver. That's what I was concerned about. Is we weren't seeing these really difficult throws slash long throws. Now we've seen them, preseason or not. I know they're there. So that's why Jordan Love gets my gold medal.
0: Can I make a a, another offering? Maybe it's an asterisk to it or special one. Yes. I don't know if you saw this. Yesterday, you were kind of doing your Pat McAfee impersonation. <laughs> I sure was. And ironically, our friend Sadler Bell yeah. made an appearance on Pat McAfee's show with uh, wanting uh, Jonathan Taylor to the Green Bay Packers. So shout out to Sadler and the whole crew of Pat McAfee for having Sadler on. I just want to yeah. put like a little extra bonus in there. Friend to show Sadler Bell. My wife's worried that Sadler's going to like that show more than ours, Matt. Well, so.
1: I know. I might have to wear a tank top more often <laughs> right, to work. <laughs> right. No
0: kidding. So we'll have to see how that goes That's for our good mood, friend yeah. Sadler. But what about the DFL? So
1: unfortunately, I am going to give the DFL to myself. Right. Last weekend, we were away. I was away for like a golf weekend slash like sponsor weekend with our t- our curling team sponsor. Okay. Um, I played three rounds of golf. Uh, on my own ball by myself, so to speak, like on my own score. Yeah. And then I played one scramble. The three rounds of golf I played, pretty good for me. You know, like mid-80s, good rounds. Yeah. The scramble round I played, where people actually like paid to play with me and were hoping I would be good, I was terrible, brutal like I could get off the tee which was nice but I was of no help anywhere else my chipping game was gone my putting game was gone so the one time where I actually would want to step up for a team in a charity golf outing yeah. where they're pay- they're paying more dollars for birdies to the charity that they're donating to uh which in this case was an Alzheimer's Alzheimer's charity so like they're doing great things with that um I just would have liked to make a couple more birdies and uh Make a better contribution for uh, the Alzheimer's uh, research up there in Minnesota, where we were at. So, uh, so I let my team down. So I'm I'm gonna own it. I'm a better golfer than that, and uh, I let them down. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. I'm disappointed.
1: I know. I uh, worthy. Be-
0: are you gonna do better tonight? You got golf league tonight. Playoffs, do, right?
1: It is playoffs, but unfortunately, we're out of the hunt for like first
0: place. So you you've had been to, golfing like this all year. You had to
1: be in the top. Yeah, honestly, I've been bad in league too. I'm normally like someone who fancies himself right around 40, 41. Yeah. I've been shooting like 45, 46 in league and nine holes, so nice. like losing an extra four strokes around is ugly uh, when you shouldn't be. So that it, it's hurt, but I think now that we can't win and the pressure is essentially off and we're basically playing for like fourth and fifth and not even fourth. We're playing for fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth. Yeah. So there's a couple weeks where we duke it out with the other losers in our division uh, for, you know, some fun prizes. But it
0: it's it was a letdown. So I'm sure now that I'm out of it, I'm just going to play my best golf this season. He's loser Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim <laughs> Rutledge. Gal's Bros coming up next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.